0: Welcome to another edition of the Bavada at odds podcast. this is the week before Thanksgiving week so everybody has to think about their turkeys and what everybody's gonna do uh, in America at least in Canada all Patrick Morrow the head odds maker at Bavada has to worry about is how is he going to spend the day covering NFL football That's all next week. this is the week where we just revel in the onset of fall. The NBA's got their in-season tournament. The NFL was great. Jim Harbaugh got suspended. I love that. Why don't we start there? How are you, Patrick?
1: Oh, my goodness. A lot going on there. Uh, I'm overwhelmed just recapping all of that, but uh, also a little bit overwhelmed because there's snow on the ground in Montreal, Canada right now, Seth Everett. This is, oh, it's... It comes earlier and earlier each year. Uh, I'm, I'm shutting down the running in this weather. That's for sure. That's it. That's done. I'm uh, toast for the year now. But uh, yeah, what a weekend of sports. What a good deal of sports to look forward to. Michigan and Ohio State are still both undefeated uh, ahead of their game two weeks from now. Uh, Will Harbaugh be on the sidelines or what's going to happen? Uh, good deal of drama there. The Broncos, the Broncos on Monday night football. Uh, that, that was, was fun. Yeah, time.
0: that was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's uh oh they my missed gosh. The field goal
0: and there was a penalty on the play, and that's a buffalo way to lose.
1: Did you see on the Manning cast? Uh for the last minute of that broadcast, Peyton Manning doesn't say anything, and it's just facial expressions and reactions <laughs> as you know, the kick goes wide right, the penalty is announced, they end up making the <laughs> second one, and he's just you know, hand in face in the hands. <laughs> blowing effort baskets and then finally a fist pump at the end, but not a word said in over a minute. Uh or only the best can do it that well. Doesn't really translate well to podcast, the old uh no,
0: know, but I, special I special love show, watching but... the Manning guys. But since Joe Buck and Troy Aikman have gone to Monday Night Football, I watch yeah. Monday Night Football. I used to yeah, watch I, mean... I used to watch the Mannings um watching Monday night football. Now Joe Buck just makes a game feel important. Uh, Buck and
1: Aikman are fun. I mean, I've uh, I think I've given both of them a bit of grief over their career. Buck maybe a little bit more so, calling baseball. But uh, compared to the old uh, Monday Night Booth they had, which not to razz them too much, but yeah, Buck and Aikman have been. A much better fit and it's made it uh, a difficult uh, a much more difficult choice for me on monday night to decide yeah, it's am i going manning cast or if i'm going the uh, the main espn broadcast and with the last group they had it was manning cast for me every time but now i right. yeah i turned a little bit yeah. more to buck but they had our boy patrick mahomes on last no- on monday night so you gotta like that you gotta tune in for that of course yeah i mean the only you know they just need taylor swift as a guest now
0: <laughs> um Yeah. Oh, and and the internet exploded when Taylor Swift changed the line of a song to 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 um to include the Chiefs. And, Arma is
1: the Chiefs player coming home tonight?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. They, they, there. You go. The Chiefs. <laughs> not line. that I follow
1: such. Not that I follow such things, but oh, I, I, I might have got it right on the nose. Oh,
0: my kids were buzzing when that happened. That was uh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, when then there was the clip at her concert because uh, Kelsey's now on by, and uh, you know, she sees Travis Kelsey after a concert, I guess Buenos Aires or wherever, they were, and she runs up over to him and jumps into his arms and gives a big kiss. And it's like that for the youth, this has to be like Princess Diana and Prince Charles coming over and dancing at the White House, like people are reacting to this like it's the greatest love story of all time. And I mean, it's kind of cute, whatever, it's it's fine, it's it's mostly wholesome, I think, but it's uh. Every week, it's a new clip of, oh, my gosh, these two. All right. I'm going to try not to be a curmudgeon Listen, about it. I is, think it's mostly good.
0: No, I, I'm i sorry. You know what this reminds me of? I, I hate saying it because I think the guy's an awful. You love comedian. saying it.
1: Come on. Get it out of you there. Know, I
0: hate saying it. This is Michael Jackson in 1984. Taylor Swift is Michael Jackson in 1984. The, 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 the sheer extremity of the popularity. It it may eclipse what Michael Jackson was in 1984. I'm talking the height of thriller. The height of thriller, he could do anything. And I remember, and I just saw this in a documentary about Brooke Shields, that he took Brooke Shields Shields to an awards ceremony. And it was the number one story just because they went on a date. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for Taylor Swift... She has become the master of media and her tour. She's a billionaire and artists today are not billionaires, you know, because of Spotify and how albums aren't purchased anymore. You know, the artists only make money when they tour Mm -hmm. and Taylor Swift has usurped that and she has become a megastar. So now when a megastar does something in their personal life, considering how many public relationships she's had, and she writes songs about. And I'm not trying to bash Taylor Swift because she is, she's a magnanimous person. When she found out the uh, the revenues were like triple what they were for the tour, she gave all the, the workers on the thing, a hundred thousand dollars bonus on top of their salaries. Like she's a wonderful human being. She told them that she told the streaming services that she would not Negotiate that movie, you know the Eras movie. She wouldn't. Mm. She wouldn't um, negotiate the Eras movie uh, with any of those Netflix, Max, uh, Hulu, whatever it is, until they settled with the actors. That that's taking a stand. She's not even in SAG after. I, I, I. You can't. Anything she does. Uh, she is a masterful media person. And if you see someone in the media and her personal life, Priscilla Presley, wh- wh- whoever it is, it, 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 it's massive. So this t- Travis Kelsey, Kelsey thing, I'm surprised it's not even bigger. Yeah,
1: I saw a tweet that uh, really resonated with, and it said, uh, in the game of life, nobody is running hotter than Brittany Mahomes right now. She gets placed in, you know, that seat in that high school classroom, and she's now married to Patrick, Holmes, Patrick Mahomes and parting with Taylor Swift on Friday night, hanging with Blake Lively and whoever else is coming out with them. It's, uh, oh, what a charmed life.
0: What a charm life. A charm it life. Is. It really. Meanwhile, makes-
1: meanwhile, the two of us, uh, no one's sweeping us off our feet, Seth Everett. No one's uh, making me feel like a princess.
0: <laughs> no. Oh,
1: oh, just once, just once.
0: Uh, Last week on the podcast, uh, this is a bad segue, but (laughs) last week on the podcast, uh, I said that if the Big Ten wanted to show me something, suspend Jim Harbaugh now. And lo and behold, we hit submit on this podcast and they suspended Jim Harbaugh.
1: Good. They showed you the suspension.
0: Good. And you know what else? And I tweeted this. All those Michigan fans who are so miserable search your own tweets and search all your social media. Find me the tweet where you called the Astros cheaters.
1: I mean, more to the point, uh, how they would have went to like Urban Meyer and Ohio state uh, over the years. Like, like, yeah, but I did see. Uh, yeah.
0: Harbaugh. But what Urban Meyer did was worse than what T- I know. Did. I
1: know. I know. I know. But what, what I'm segueing to here is, you know, Harbaugh was asked afterwards. He's like, Oh, you know, everyone in America should be rooting for Michigan right now because Michigan is America as we're fighting and up against fighting and standing up against adversity and fighting for what's right. But just like, oh yeah, Jim Harbaugh, you're really, you know, like uh, the sons of the revolution right here. Yeah. The British are coming, the British are coming, you know, Jim Harbaugh, that's, that's who he is. But Well,
0: what yeah, I thought the they way, were going to uh, do is wait till the season was over, announce their suspension, suspend him for the first three, uh, you know, non-conference BS games. And that's what I thought they were going to do, and they didn't. They showed me something good for the Big Ten and uh, throw the book at them. And Jim Harbaugh, yep. oh, by the way, Jim Harbaugh is going to coach in the NFL next year. Why? Because look at Pete Carroll.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, I, I was wondering, you know, we haven't seen this in a while. Maybe the NCAA could dust off the old uh, vacating of wins. We haven't seen vacating See, of wins. I hate uh, that.
0: I hate that. I'm not I, I hate it. I hate that. it too. It's so stupid <laughs> I, because I the games were actually played.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like it. You can go to Wikipedia, and on this date in 1994, uh, nothing happened between these two teams, and uh, <laughs> right. that's always curious. Nothing yeah. no, happened no. at all. Syracuse. hundred thousand people... had a bunch
0: of wins. Jim Beheim had a bunch of wins vacated because of a of a a guy who was you know cheating on a test or something. Not not cheating on the field. That he he was he was ineligible. He was academically ineligible, and. Because of that, Syracuse had to vacate a bunch of wins that he played in. And it was, it was stupid because what the games didn't happen.
1: That's, All that's those dumb. nights at the carrier dome, they were just fever dreams.
0: Yeah, that's dumb. I do believe that throw the book at him.
1: Just... So, what's your, so you said, because look at Carol. He'd go to the NFL, but what do you mean, what do you mean by that? Just because Carroll's still doing it Jim, in the NFL, Pete Carroll,
0: K, Pete, there were scandals, They were there were uh, paying. Players, oh, like how, you know. how
1: he left USC? I see. what you
0: mean. Right, and as soon as the heat came down, what they punished, they punished USC, and Pete Carroll was in the NFL. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not so kidding. if he gets a significant, if he gets a significant uh, slap here, then he might right. go to the NFL because who wants to sit right. on the sidelines? And he's and had success paid?
0: in the NFL, so it's not going to be so hesitant. There's an NFL team right now that would say. Jim Harbaugh? Oh, sure, we'll do it.
1: Oh, well, yeah, the Raiders would probably like to add an extra, you know, right? Fifty million in what they owe to a coach. They'll end up spending about a quarter million on fired head coaches in the next three, four years. But uh, yeah, that could be a Not good spot. Not as bad as
0: Jimbo Fisher, seventy-six oh my God. million. <laughs> wow.
1: Good work if you can get it, huh? And I mean, that was such we, a prayer. What by are we t- doing by- wrong? <laughs> I listen and I'm I'm criticizing these guys. The, you know you what want the to thing pay is, I'm, us to I'm,
0: not do the podcast?
1: Okay. Listen, we will we will fumble a lot less if we do not do the podcast. There'll be less interceptions, uh, you know, uh less overhead costs, you know, that, you know, there's there's not even here, but I, hey, yeah, it's <laughs> Oh yeah. That, that Harbaugh situation's nuts. And yeah, it's not going to be if, if, but yeah, you're right. If they do anything substantial to him, they'll probably jet to the NFL. Cause why wouldn't he?
0: Have you been watching the NBA in season tournament? And when you turn on a game, do you know it's an in season tournament? Meanwhile, week 11 in the NFL looks like a great one uh, from the Thursday night game and the Monday night game. They are absolutely brilliant. Sunday's not a bad slouch either. Let's take a look at the latest odds and start with the Thursday night game. The Cincinnati Bengals go into Baltimore to take on the Ravens, who are big play capabilities. Yet the Cleveland Browns made a real serious comeback on them in Baltimore last week. What can the Ravens do against Joe Burrow and company?
1: How about this? An actually good Thursday night football game. We don't That's get that not too even often. A good one.
0: That's a great one. That's... Baltimore is a uh... pleasure to watch, and the Bengals have been better.
1: There you go. Took the words right out of my mouth. I should let you do the preview for this game, but uh, no, yeah, nail right on the head there, Seth. Uh, you know, the Bengals, great to see Joe Burrow uh, sorted himself out on the injury front, and the Bengals have played really good football the last four or five weeks. They came up short against the Texans on Sunday, but that was a great back-and-forth game, and the Texans aren't looking too bad these years. As for the uh, As for the Ravens themselves, though, wow, that was... They haven't, you know, it looked like every single game they played this year where they were in control from start to finish. And yet Cleveland somehow found a way to stick it out and stick around and ultimately come out ahead in what was really a shocker result. One of the best uh, results of the Sunday uh, for us. But uh, looking at how the action's breaking out on this one so far, the Ravens are currently three and a half point home favorites. I think if we had priced this a few weeks back, uh, they would have been touching closer to 7. This speaks to how well the Bengals are playing so far. Currently the action is split 50-50 right now at Bavada.
0: On Sunday, those Cleveland Browns take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both teams come in at 6 and 3. It's a classic AFC North matchup, Steelers Browns.
1: Steelers Browns uh, should be an excellent one as well. Uh you know, the AFC North overall might just be the most balanced division in football this year. It's been fascinating to see all teams Uh, Struggle through a lot of adversity, obviously. Cleveland's had injuries at QB. They lost Nick Chubb for uh, the entire season with uh, the injury. Uh, Steelers haven't looked great offensively, but my goodness, they've just found a way each week to get it done. It's not sexy. The stats don't like him. But uh, credit to Mike Tomlin, who, with whatever voodoo magic he's using year after year, continues to be just a really, really successful coach with not a strong cast of talent uh, surrounding him. So, Looking at the odds for this one, Seth, Cleveland is currently a four-point home favorite. I think that's uh, pretty spot-on based on recent performance for both of these teams. The over-under for this one, one of the lowest of the week, currently sitting at 37 right now, and we're seeing about 80% of all bets on the under right now at Bovada.
0: And then the Monday night game, could be a rematch of the Super Bowl, could be a preview of this Super Bowl. The Kelsey brothers reunite, the Eagles and the Chiefs from Arrowhead. What a gem of a Monday night football game. That doesn't get any better than that.
1: Seth, I'm just glad this one's not being played in Germany, too. I mean, my goodness, we got uh, we got the bad beat a couple weeks back when uh, the Chiefs and uh, Dolphins uh, took place in Frankfurt. And uh, you had to get up a little bit early for that one. I think it disrupted the flow of those two teams and their preparation. His offense didn't look too strong, but... Uh, Both the Eagles and Chiefs will have no excuse for why they shouldn't bring their best performance on Monday night. Uh, They're staying in America. They don't got too far to travel. Uh, They both are reasonably healthy. And this is the Chiefs coming off a bye as well. Uh, Patrick Mahomes famously promised after the last game in Germany that this offense would figure it out. I promise we will figure it out. Well, this is their best opportunity. This Eagles team, no slouches themselves either offensively, but we know that defensively they're not so strong. This could be a big coming out party for the Chiefs. Looking at the odds, the Chiefs are currently a three-point home favorite in this one. The over-under currently sitting at 45.5. Looking at where the money is at, and so far 65% of all bets are spread across the Eagles plus three and the Eagles' plus-130 money line at Bovada.
0: Let's add a little twist here. The NBA in-season tournament is underway. What about the chances of winning this thing? Is this something people are betting on rather than a futures bet on the whole season? Are people betting on this tournament?
1: Seth, uh, I've found since we've done uh, Westminster Dog Show odds, that people will bet on absolutely everything. So, of course, they're betting on the in-season tournament uh, at Bovada. And, uh, you know, it's been interesting to try and price this because we've never well, the NBA has never had a tournament like this before. So to try and uh, navigate the format relative to what teams would be expected to do at the end of the year, it's you know it's not too difficult. There's just a little bit more variance in it, especially as you get to uh, a single elimination format as this tournament progresses. So what you will see is that the top of the futures board, whether it's for the in-season tournament or the NBA finals itself, it looks very similar. However, uh, you will have... Uh, you know, maybe not as big of favorites to win the in-season tournament because of how quickly, you know, if the Celtics lose a single one of those single elimination games, that's it. They're done, they're toast. But whether it's the Celtics, the Bucks, or Nuggets, or Warriors, once you get to the NBA playoffs themselves, you're talking about best four to sevens. And usually the best team is able to better protect themselves against a night of bad shooting. Um, we know in the NBA, most teams can beat uh any team on a single game if they just get hot shooting from three, if uh other variants uh falls their way, but I would say that would be uh, the big takeaway is that uh, the crummier teams have a much better chance of winning the season, in-season tournament. And looking at how big uh, the futures liability is for some of these teams right now, uh, it's it's kind of up there with NHL futures so far. So that really goes to say, say that the NBA and the interest that the in-season tournament has, uh, you know, as much as it might be uh, a bit of a crazy idea for the NBA, it's uh, turning into meaningful dollars and cents with us at Bavada. Uh,
0: memo to Aaron Rodgers. I know I've said this before. Shut the hell up. He's talking Sunday night. He made waves because he's talking about coming back. And I heard three separate doctors, all isolated, not together. Three separate doctors say how irresponsible that is to say that you at 40 plus years old, however old he is, can come back from an Achilles injury sooner than any other player in history, and considering his history with anti-vax and alternative medicines and all this other bullshit, Aaron Rodgers, shut up about coming back because you're telling kids who have the same injury, who idolize quarterbacks in the NFL, they're going to try it too. They're going to try to come back sooner too. They'll say, oh, I'm younger than him. Let me go do it.
1: Smith. Everyone Aaron. knows that if Aaron Rodgers was just allowed Ivermectin, his Achilles tendon would have uh, healed by now. Yeah.
0: It was Dr. Joe Rogan, Pat oh. McAfee, and all these other schmucks.
1: <laughs> Did you see uh the entrance at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night of all your favorite people?
0: No, I didn't.
1: That was uh Dana White, uh Kid Rock. Uh oh, Kid Rock. Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson, all at the UFC event there.
0: Oh, they all came awesome. out together at
1: once. And I was just thinking, oh, Seth's got to be killing himself. But he's missing this. It's all his favorite people in one place.
0: <laughs> How could I miss that?
1: Yeah. Oh, Must boy. have been busy with something else. You were probably busy on assignment, thinking about the Bovada at Odds podcast.
0: That's what I was. I was on assignment. Yeah. I always love when people say they're on assignment. What's the yep. assignment? Just tell me what the assignment it's, All right, next it's on a need to know basis. Next week, our big uh, Thanksgiving episode. You know, uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, one of the busiest travel days. Uh, this podcast is going to have a big audience. We should plan a big episode.
1: I, you know what? I think we should share with the listeners what we're planning on eating for Thanksgiving, and maybe, maybe we'll even find uh, some little uh, Black Friday uh, value bets for them as well. My we'll goodness, get, I should uh... be in marketing. <laughs>